On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. We live in such a world of social media that if nobody on social is talking about it, if it's not out there and celebrities are not experiencing it verbally or outwardly, I start to feel like I'm a lone wolf and oh my God, it's just me. I'm the only one whose baby's not doing this. I'm the only one who's feeling tired. I'm the only one whose breasts itch and hurt. I'm the only one. And if I start to feel like the only one, I'm destined to fall into depression and anxiety. And so to avoid that, we need to give the language to people so they can talk about it. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Lady. Whether you're a mama or not, I'm sure that you know a mother that you value and appreciate. And today's conversation is extremely important for mothers and those who love mothers. The fourth trimester of a new mother's journey is one of the most critical phases of motherhood. And with that understanding, fourth phase afterbirth boxes were conceived to support and unify mothers across the world during the time in their lives when their bodies and spirits are most delicate. After childbirth. During the 2020 pandemic, Nana and Marcia merged minds and began working together to bring Fourth Phase to the market. There is literally so much that I could say about these amazing guests that we have today, but we're just going to dive right into the conversation so that you can hear just how amazing they are from this interview. So, Nana, Aysen Akiwowo, and Marcia Cole, welcome to Cultivating Her Space. Thanks for having us. You are so welcome. (laughs) We're so excited. Yes, we are definitely looking forward to this incredibly important conversation. And so I'm going to start us off with our quote of the day. Now, our quote is going to sound really familiar to you, ladies, because this quote is your words. You are divinity in the flesh. Goddess that chose to become a vessel for life. Now I'm going to read that again because I know that I did not give it the necessary 
oomph that it deserves. Okay, so we're going to do this one more time. You are divinity in the flesh, a goddess that chose to become a vessel for life. Ladies, when you hear your words and think about the work that you do, what comes up for you? Those are our words. <laughs> <laughs> We've been all in your Instagram. Yes, all in. You have said that. You have said that. You, you, have said that. you, 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 you have said that. I so think we have said that. When you were reading it, I was like, yeah, that sounds like something I wrote. <laughs> it's Marcia that said that. I know I didn't say it. I'm You'll the learn woo-woo. that we, so we talk if we break it down, I am the woo-woo, the spiritual person of the yeah. duo. And so and I do manage the the the, the pages. And so that's that comes all across when <laughs> that is crystals, that is herbs, that is that is, that is signs and celestial and understanding and elements and you are and I I do say that you you've chosen to be a vessel a portal that exists between two worlds right and I don't think people and mothers and partners really grasp that the the gravity of that right when a birther mother woman chooses to become, you know, to, to carry a child for X amount of, you know, nine months. And then that moment when they are in delivery, they are between two worlds, right? They are transporting a spiritual being that is, you know, has been manifesting itself as an earthly vessel and they become that portal for it, right? And so, and sometimes the mother doesn't survive that, that transmission, and, and during that time, depending on what her care is like and what type of support she has will determine how she comes out of that, mm-hmm. that huge and massive transformation, right? And so I understand that from a spiritual standpoint because spirituality is, is you know, like my jam, right? And so, <laughs> but I'm not a mother, but I understand like what that, you know, what that really means. And so, you know, our journey into fourth phase and, and, and I would say just my journey into then understanding the spiritual and how that manifests in different planes and then digging deeper into it as we brought this brand to life, you know, it's like to be able to express that to, to mothers, right? And so again, they understand the gravity of it and it's not something that is light, but it is something that is light, Right. So those things are important in in making sure they understand not just the education, which the fourth trimester has so much mystery around it and has had so much mystery around it. But, yeah, just being able to express that. So you asked what what do you know, what do you think? And it's just like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> but that's but as my seat was saying, when you started to say it, I was like, oh, I know I didn't say that because I wouldn't have said it so eloquently. <laughs> that's why Nana was like. Who's going to go first now? Is it me or Marcy? I know I ain't saying that. Hold up, girl. Marcy is going to give you spirituality. I'm giving you hood. I get hood antics, which is very much like, that shit was hard. That partnership, though, (laughs) the partnership and the balance that you all provide, I love it already. 
I love it. It was very much like, so when she talks about understanding from a spiritual space and it's odd and not odd, but funny enough, you know how Google gives you like your Google memories of images and things. So the past three months, cause my daughter was born in January. So the past three months I've been getting all these like Google memories five years ago, seven years ago, nine years ago. And it popped up one of my birthing, like in the hospital memories. Mm. And I was like, yo, I gave birth to a whole person. And now nine years later, I'm looking at this whole person. And as Marcia is really connected with my daughter, they have like, they understand each other very well. But when I look at her, I'm like, yo, that is not what I thought this was going to be like, she's a whole person. She got thoughts. She got opinions. She has likes, she has dislikes. I actually carried this thing inside of my body for nine months. And then it, she came through me, but she is not mine. Right. And that was always the thing that, you know, I, I always, because raised as an immigrant, I'm always, we were always taught, you know, there's no like you came through me. You are mine. You belong to me. Whenever I say that to her, she's always like, "Actually, mommy, I belong to myself. <laughs> I belong to myself." <laughs> Having way too many conversations with Auntie Marcia, she'd be like, "I belong to myself." And I'm like, "You don't belong to yourself. You belong to me." Don't try like, to blame that on me. I didn't say tell her that <laughs> because she belongs to herself. You need to hear that from me. <laughs> That's Auntie Marcia talking. That's Auntie Marcia talking. But no, but just like watching that. But I say, I say all that to say is that that comment and that that quote is you are just a vessel. I, you really are just a vessel. You are a vessel. You are meant to carry it with care. You are meant to nurture it. You are meant to make sure that it has a smooth transition from the world from one world into another. And it really is. One world into another. It was like it was it was nothing. I mean, like those Google photos were so great because it's been showing us photos of our sonogram that we would send to our parents who were mm. out of the country. And so I'm I'm watching you go from like this dot inside of my my stomach, and then another dot, and then bigger, and then a P, and then the wall, and then and now a whole person. That's a that I carried you, and now you're your own thing. I'm not. I'm responsible for your care, but I just did my part. Like <laughs> that is beautiful, but that's a huge shift for our culture too. Cause I, I'm a year postpartum. And so it's very mm. fresh for me still looking at my baby. Like you mm -hmm. lived in my tummy. Like I can't believe it, but it makes me think about how parents back in the day used to say, I brought you in this world and I could take you out. Right. Yeah. 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 Our parents like, okay. And it's like, they had this ownership over us, but I think this new generation, well now we're having conversations yeah. about like, mm, this child is their own person. They have their own thoughts, their own opinions, like you said. So mm -hmm. I would love for you all to dive into your origin story, right? What prompted you to dive into this world of postpartum care? Before we dive deeper into the fourth phase and the, the fourth trimester, what's the origin story? Yep. The origin story started from a trip. I did a mission trip to Ghana, West Africa. And we, in partnership with African Health Now, which is what we are connected to, what we partner with for our social impact to be able to give a box back to mothers. So I was doing a project in Ghana and I was at a maternity ward and I, I witnessed this mom kind of like, she had just delivered, I guess she had delivered the night before or a few hours before, you know, you need to wait for your baby to have his first movement. One of the like, you know, the indicators, baby's first movement, your first movement, all of that. And the baby had had its movement and she was salvaging the diaper. 
she was like cleaning the diaper out and putting it back on the baby. And I went over to her and I was like, well, what are you doing? And she was like, well, I don't have another diaper. Like, I don't, I don't what I'm doing is, is survive. I don't have another diaper boo. And we started to talk and I realized that, oh, she doesn't have another diaper, meaning that she doesn't have another sanitary pad, meaning that she doesn't have. And then we started to dig, like, what don't you have? And then what else doesn't other people have? Like, so what do you have? And then we realized that in, in Ghana and specifically at that particular clinic, so many of those mothers come into the clinic unprepared to deliver and not unprepared because they don't want to prepare. It's just an economics that doesn't allow me to have the money and the resources to prepare. So we started to think about how do we create a maternity, a part, a project, a box, an initiative to support these mothers in, in this with the resources. Fast forward, I came back home. I think that same year and I called Marcia and was like, hey, I've been really trying to think through this project that I want to do of how to make this not so much profitable, but how to make this sustainable. How do we create a sustainable maternity go box that allows us to support the mothers in Ghana? And so Marcia and I brainstormed and she had some projects that she was working on as well with her, her NGO, Passion Meets Purpose, and wanting to figure out how can she help mothers who are experiencing homelessness in the U.S. and what it would do. So we did a whole one day brainstorming session. Fast forward, Marcia moves to Arizona. I continue to, to, you know, roommate on this idea and try to figure it out. And so that's 2018. Then the pandemic happened. So she goes to, she goes to Arizona. Then the pandemic happens. And Marcia calls me randomly to be like, Hey girl, you surviving the pan? You know, everybody was making those pandy calls. You alive girl, what's happening? And when she happened to call, I was like, it's not working. I say I cried because I felt the tears coming down. When she was like, so how's the project going? And at the time, everything wasn't going right. Like I couldn't figure things out. And she said to me, she was like, why don't you ask for help? Why didn't you ask for help? Which leads to a larger conversation around women not being able to ask for help. Me specifically, not being able to always know when to ask for help. And I was, as she said it, she was like, I do websites. I was like, she does. I was like, that was so dumb. Why was I stressing myself when I know the person who could do the thing? So we started working and she was like, as a friend, tapped in to be like, let me help a friend bring her idea to life. And then what started to happen was she got bit by the bug. And I said that I was courting her. And so I started courting her in our relationship. It was like, we go together. And she was like, we don't go together. And I was like, we go together. She was like, we don't go together. I was like, Boom. I'm not we ready for a serious commitment. She was like, I'm not ready for a serious commitment. I was like, I was, oh, I was fine with friends with benefits, but I was, I was not boom. ready for a serious commitment. We go together. <laughs> because it would be two o'clock in the morning and Marcia should be asleep. And she'll call me and be like, I was thinking we should make the box light. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're just supposed to do one thing. You're thinking about something altogether different. We go together. It's all right. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. Y'all was going together. Mm-hmm. We're going together. <laughs> no. And you ain't got to claim me, but I'll claim no. you. I have a few things going on. I don't know if I want to do this. I, you know, I, I was committed to bringing her to launch. That's what I was committed to. Yes. Right. And so anything beyond that was, eh, nah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. <laughs> You know, I'm intrigued by challenge. I'm intrigued by projects. And and we pretty much have a similar aesthetic. You know, she had the logo and the, and, and the palette. 
and but didn't know how to bring the website to life. And I knew that. And, and I also knew, and you know, former writer and stuff like that. And, you know, our backgrounds is like we used to work together many moons ago. And so it wasn't a hard lift, right? It wasn't a hard lift to be able to say, hey, what do you think about this? This is where I'm going. I think we should do this. I think we should do, you know, the, the, the photo should be black and white so we could offset the, the blush and it not, you know, look crazy and, you know, all of these different things. So I enjoyed doing the branding, you know, around it. And so it wasn't a hard lift. And so when I'm committed to something, then I'm in it all the way. But yeah, I was admitted because she had a, she had a launch date and it was like two months with at the time, something really crazy. It was like the next day. Marcia right? was like, Bro. and so and so there were different steps, you know, we went through and I, you know, brought her, you know, we, you know, worked really fast to get things done. You know, she had to pitch, she had a, an opportunity to pitch the business for some seed funding. And I was like, you're going to do what? I said, I was like, let me see that deck. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> no, that's not how you tell the story. Let's go over it. This is how you present it. And she got like three times the amount that the initial investment was going to be. And then she, then she was crying when she called to say, Hey, I, you know, this is how I went. And, you know, she's like, Oh my God, I wouldn't have done this, you know, without you. And I was like, Oh, that's great. And I was like, okay. And then the phone was breaking up and I was like, all right, call me later. And so, and then we, and then once that funding came through, there were a few things like, I had an idea about the box being really all of fourth phase products. What it started was it was going to be other people's products. And the investor said the same thing. And so she'll tell the story because, you know, because I'll be right. And she don't want to say that I'm right. <laughs> and she hates when it comes back and is like, Marcia said that. I was like, yeah. Okay. I hate it when she's right. So it's she's really when, just, when I'm it right. just gets my craw. Right. I mean. I, but I can't help that. Just listen and she's to right, and I hate, I'm going to admit this, and it's going to be on record, and I'm going to kill myself. She's right about eighty six percent of the time. Now you just being wrong. You know it's ninety five percent. The chemistry that you guys have, I'm like, I could just sit back and listen to y'all. This is so cute. I love it. Yeah, I just want to fangirl out for a minute too. Black women are so dope. Like the fact yes. that you all did something like this that's so impactful for the community, I'm just like, damn, y'all better go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Once we, once we got that, then it was, you know, because it was, she was boot, bootstrapping it, really. And, and I was like, you know, this only makes sense for you to now take the time to really go down the rabbit hole to see what would it cost for us to create this and it wasn't even us. I was like, for you to create this, everything in the box that we want, right? And that you want to actually make happen. And then also take the time to, she had already, you know, spoken to doulas and, and different people and did re market research with the products. Was like, let's take the time to do the focus groups. Let's take the time to do, to speak with, you know, to get surveys done and just get some sound data around what mothers would have wanted during that time. And so that proved, 
you know, what was already in the box and it and actually gave us more insights on different things to add into the box. And then once, you know, all of that occurred, then it was putting that all together and then combining our efforts. And so the, the spirituality part with me understanding about essential oils and the ones that really heal skins or do repairs in skin, how those different elements, the Asian, the traditional Chinese medicine and what those things are utilized, herbs and stuff like that. And then she had a, a friend that what is she's an herbalist, but she mm-hmm. helped with the formulation for the teas. So it's, it's all of those different elements. And so we took that time, which, you know, for us, we were just moving along and, it, and we were making it and, and we, you know, we pushed the, you know, the launch date out, I think like twice as a result of it, but it, because it started with convincing her with one product and then it was showing her like packaging. And once she saw packaging, you know, a possibility, then it was like, okay, then she got more excited. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, that's how I get her to, to get to, to say, I need yes. to see the item. You I know. need to see it. And right. then she I was, has, it she's was a believe. see it see it to believe it. And I'm a believe it. And I don't have to see it because exactly. I see it here. Right. So that's the, that's the, the dy- dynamic. And it's like, okay, now I, that's how I can get her to say yes faster. Just, you know, so I was like, this is what it could look like. See, like I'll this. Be like, She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> as soon as she would show me, like, I she could have like, exactly. It's like, look what it looks like. I was like, oh, we could do it. There. <laughs> and she's like, then she gets on board. Weeks. Then it's she's like, like okay. it's been two weeks of this. <laughs> and I'm like, you should have just showed me this to begin with. We'd have picked on it. Because I'm thinking you're seeing it like me, but she's not. And oh, so yeah. I'd be like, like, oh, okay. I see you don't see the vision. So I need to show you exactly what is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so that's how it went. And that was a total of nine months. You know, ironically, is like still nine months, 12 products later. And so and everyone is looking at us literally like you guys launched and created formulated and created and launched not 12 products, which normally a brand may take, you know, it's one product that they would take that entire time. And we launched 12 products, you know, w- within it. And so, yeah, and we were, we were having fun. <laughs> we had fun doing it. it was, you know, the we back did. And forth, On yeah. the back wow. and forth, it was actually quite fun. Yeah. I, I am just so amazed <laughs> by by your story and I'm and and like Terry said I am loving the chemistry between you all and I appreciate Marcia you mentioned that it took nine months right that essentially you all birthed your baby fourth phase is your baby and you went through that process and so in thinking about birth and trimesters in in traditional how we traditionally talk about it is the birthing experience is three trimesters and then the mom or the birthing person goes through postpartum the postpartum experience which lasts about six to eight weeks right but what i noticed on your instagram is that you all are really pushing the dictionaries the various dictionary companies Oxford, Merriam-Webster, and the like, mm-hmm. to talk about and to include fourth trimester into the dictionary. And so can you talk to us about exactly what is the fourth trimester and why people need to talk about it more? You had said something, Dr. Donald, which is like the, there's three trimesters of birth and then 
the last phase is you've now delivered the baby and you have six weeks. They give you six to eight weeks. But what really is, is that it's, it's almost a year that your body is recovering from what has just happened. And the delivery of a baby is akin to being hit by a mat truck in terms of what happens to your body. Like it, it's, it, you go through a lot, your vaginal tearing, your diastasis recti, your pelvic floor disruption. It's been nine years. I still can't do a jumping jack. It's like the fact that I can't jump without urinating is a problem <laughs> nine years later. And so I think what our big, the big push for us in one thing is that I'll circle back is that part of our brand is around the advocacy. And so I think that was a very key piece, which was that when we started talking to moms during our focus, focus group period, a lot of those moms had no idea what that period was called. They didn't know how to articulate what was like, I am here this period of time that I'm in that I don't know how to jump. I don't know why my body's not doing what it's supposed to do. I didn't get the snapback that so-and-so said they got on Instagram. I, none of this is happening. My, my baby does not latch on my breast the way that lady's baby is latching. Why? And that whole time period, because they didn't know how to describe it, they didn't know how to articulate it when they went to the doctor. But what we found was that doctors knew that term and they had a term for it called fourth trimester. But we, the people experiencing it, didn't have that term. And so one of our biggest advocacy pushes was that the only way for a mother to know how to advocate for herself, the key thing is language. If I don't have the language to articulate what is happening, no matter what I say, you're going to always put the word postpartum. And when you put the word postpartum to somebody, they automatically add depression. It's not even, it goes, they go like hand in hand. You say postpartum, they say depression. And you'd be like, no, just postpartum, like post the delivery. I, I didn't say I was depressed. I just said post delivery, but they would automatically end that. But once you have the word fourth trimester, now you have it and you have a dictionary definition of it. So it's no longer just some stuff I made up. It's no longer something I created. It's like, this is in the dictionary. And so it was really important for us to advocate for the dictionaries to put it in. And we were really thankful and proud of the fact that when we put the, when we put the petition up, I want to say about two to three weeks later, Miriam Webster put it in the word, put the word in. And so therefore it's like, now when I say fourth trimester, you may not know what I mean, but when you go into the dictionary, you will be able to see that definition and it will define it as the period post-delivery where a mother's body is recovering that lasts from six weeks, almost to a year. And so that is a, that means so much to someone when they're going through something and I don't have the verbiage and language. Once that it's there, I feel, I want to say I feel seen. I feel validated that I, because we live in such a world of social media that if nobody on social is talking about it, if it's not out there and celebrities are not experiencing it verbally or outwardly, I start to feel like I'm a lone wolf and oh my God, it's just me. I'm the only one whose baby's not doing this. I'm the only one who's feeling tired. I'm the only one whose breasts itch and hurt. I'm the only one. And if I start to feel like the only one, I'm destined to fall into depression and anxiety. And so to avoid that, we need to give the language to people so they can talk about it. Yeah. And that was the, that was the reason, uh, definitely once we were diving further into the research and we were saying fourth trimester, fourth trimester, and then it was just like, 
okay, what what does the dictionary say? And it's like, it's not in any dictionary. <laughs> dictionary. So that became our first advocacy, you know, campaign was to be able to bring light to the, you know, bring bring the bring an actual term and which is a medical term and bring it to the forefront for the average person can know what to actually say. And again, be able to make that distinction between the stigma of postpartum depression, which is what the term postpartum is now associated with, right? And has been associated with for 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 so many years when when it really is postpartum, but depression is tagged onto it and there's a wide spectrum between someone having baby blues where just they're feeling a little off and someone being clinically depressed. And it's a huge, huge gap between the, the two. But when you lump them all together, right? The minute a mother says, I'm not feeling myself, the minute she feels some level of disconnect with the child and, and you know, not feeling necessarily like, you know, I'm in this loving cocoon and all of those things, then she starts even thinking that she's in a state of depression where she may not even be in that. But you are just, you are in the fourth trimester and all of those things may happen and all of those emotions may happen in the fourth trimester. Wow, ladies, what a way to make history and to make an impact on generations to come. I'm just thinking about the legacy that you all are leading with just like getting the word in the dictionary and giving people that language. That is so important. How amazing. I'm I'm just, no, I'm just blown away. Okay, let me just go to the next question now. Okay, so we would love to know what ways can a family or a partner support a new mother during the fourth trimester, especially for those moms where they're like, I don't know what I need, right? How can they support? Well, I think we, you know, one of the biggest aha things, you know, for me again, like I, I wasn't a mom and I said, talk about what you are, what you are feeling, right? Don't be afraid to express what is actually what you're feeling in that moment. Don't be afraid to say that I haven't showered in two days, three days. I can't even, you know, I don't have energy to cook, right? Speak up around it. And, it, you know, when you're going through it is one thing. Now that we have all these different forums to be able to discuss that this is here, we tell them, like, you need to have your team, put your team together for postpartum care, right? Put that team together and the team, you know, it's, it's you, the, make sure you have a postpartum doula, Make sure you have a postpartum midwife, pelvic, you know, pelvic support, pelvic therapist. If you do have that situation, tell your friends to give you gift cards to DoorDash, Instacart, whatever, all of those things. So that the if, if someone's not able to come to your house to cook and to, and to clean, those are things that she's going to need, like literally the necessities. I need food. <laughs> I need a clean house. <laughs> I need somebody to be able to help me with those things because I now have to be the, the, the primary and the sole nurturer of this baby and the baby is going to need me 24-7. And so I don't have time to tidy up the house. I'm not going to be, you know, in a space where I'm going to cook, <laughs> you know, yeah. over, you know, every day or any day, you know, maybe for the next six weeks. And if she had a C-section, which we call belly birth, she can't even, she could barely move. So she shouldn't be, so the partner needs to know how to step up in the kitchen, needs to know how to step up at, 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 you know, at home and needs to be proactive to see like, this is what, you know, the mother of my child is actually going to need for her to feel good, 
right? So yeah. what what will she need for her to feel joy in this moment? Because a baby suckling on your, your nipples is not necessarily a nice feeling. It is <laughs> it's it's not. not soothing. And so you may not want to be suckling on my nipples either because it's going to be dry, <laughs> cracked, and sore. And so I'm upset, right? And so, so like the partners really getting into the fourth trimester, you know, education as well so that they can support. Yeah, get the food. Yeah, get the, you know, make sure, make sure that she has the nutrients that she's going to need, you know, during that time. That's what's really important. Yeah. And also creating a space that's non-judgmental, like, you know, having friends that you people and a partner that you can talk to that's not going to judge you when you say whatever it is that you're going to say. You know, I always tell Marcia this and or say this often is that when I when, when I, my daughter was born, you know, when you that everyone had this kind of like glow in their photos that was just like, oh, the baby. And it felt like they loved the baby instantly. Or so it, it felt it felt different than what I experienced. And what I experienced was give me my baby. I felt protect. I felt like I gotta protect this thing. This is my thing. Let me make sure. But I didn't catch that like, oh, she's cute. Let me love on her. Let me smell her. Let me get into her. I didn't catch that immediately. And I was afraid to say it because everybody around me was like, oh my God, I loved my daughter when she was born. I was like, I just couldn't. I was like, I didn't really love her. I liked her, but I felt like I had to protect her. Like I grew into that, but I started to feel bad that I said it. And I was like, but why do I feel, but because everybody, no one gave me space to feel that way. No one gave me space to feel like, you know, every mother I talked to of my friends prior, when I talked to them about like, so what's it like, what's it going to be like? They all made it feel like it was going to be fruits and berries and, uh, and the most beautiful IG post ever. But when I got there, I was petrified and I had help. I had a mom who moved in and lived with us for a year. And I still was like, yo, what is happening? And I couldn't talk to anybody because I felt like anybody I would talk to would judge me. And if I said I wasn't feeling myself or I was feeling down, I would automatically get that word depression and I didn't want it. So I just kept it to myself and I just smiled. But what people around you can do is create a space for you that is non-judgmental and let you know, boo, you can tell me anything, girl. You don't like this baby. We don't, we don't like it. <laughs> gang, gang. We don't like it. I don't like it. Let's do it. I, I like gang, gang. We don't like yes. it. Oh we got to feed it. We got to feed it. We got to change it. We got to protect we it. Gonna we ain't got to like it. We going to take like care it. but we ain't got to like it. I wanted somebody to come over and be like, gang, gang, girl. I don't like it. And nobody did. Everybody was like, I was like, I I love the honesty. I love her now. That's my dog. That's I want want her to be like, that's my dog. Exactly. Can I just say, I love the honesty and the transparency. You don't like me, mommy? Exactly, right? Like, what you just say? But I love the actionable tips that you also share. So valuable. One thing I have to add as far as the non judgment is a space where you can just be, as far as like be naked. And to be free with the new body, because y'all, I smelled so bad. I feel like I just smelled so bad for so long after birth. So I just wanted to add that in there. Lady, if you smelling and you're in that phase of the journey, it's okay. Okay, no judgment. Because I smell like a football team, like every day. If I walked from here to there, it was like, what's going on? So yeah, I just wanted to add that in there, y'all. Just my personal, my personal stuff. <laughs> so But that's real. That's, that's real. real. I like think a- making note of like all of those things, right? Of, yes. of- 
showing support, creating that space where they can say all of the things, right? Oh, yeah. They can say, I smell like a football team and I know you smell me. So just let me be. Yes. Maybe bring me some deodorant, mm-hmm. but just let me be, right? And just, yeah. we're going to all be okay that I smell like a football team right now, right? And and that I don't really like my baby right now. Yes, like, okay. You know, she cute and all, but... Me and her ain't here yet. We ain't here yet. So, you know, no judgment on that. And I love that, right? I love I love creating that space where mom can thrive because we know that when mom thrives, everybody around her will thrive as well. And so what do you think new moms should not do during their fourth trimester? I think they should not have expectations. I think a lot of us go into these processes like I have to have this kind of birth. And I can, and it's like from the birthing process, from the time you deliver, it's kind of like you have a goal. My goal is to give birth to a healthy baby and also be a healthy and survive as a healthy mom. However we get to that point, is how we going to get there. And so when you have that expectation that I just try to get to the end point, I think that is the same concept you have to go into the postpartum process, the, 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 the fourth trimester is I just have to get through this. And so my mom coming to help may not look like when I do it, but it's still help. It's still help. The kitchen is not clean the way I would clean it but he cleaned the kitchen and let go. The baby don't look like I would want the baby to look like, but guess what? He took that baby and he put that onesie on backwards, but I got to take a shower. I got to take a shit. I got to brush my teeth and I put an eye patch on. So I'm winning. (laughs) This baby look crazy, but I'm winning. And I think once you take that away where it's like everything is not going to be picture perfect and your help is going to come, but it may not come in the form in which you expect it to come because that's the way you would have given it. If you relinquish a lot of that, you will be more receptive and you'll be and, and the experience will be different for you. And I think that was a big thing that I learned was like my mom moved into our apartment. We had a two bedroom apartment, me, my mom, my husband and my baby. And she stayed for a year and everyone was like a whole year. And I was like a whole year. And when I say I relinquished and I made my husband relinquish, I was like, yo, you want this help? Or you want to be talking about, that's not how I make my kale salad. What you want to do? (laughs) She don't make kale salad. She cooked the kale with tomatoes and stewed it down to its life. And it's, that's what she calls a salad. You're going to eat that. And he had to realize like, well, yeah, because my mother-in-law's here, I did get to sleep all night and be able to get up and go to work and didn't have to do nighttime feeding because she did all the nighttime feedings. She did. So it's like, I think a lot of us are so, we want to control so much. And one thing that I realized being a mother and delivering and having this thing was that I, you can't control a lot of it. Just relinquish some things and be receptive to the help and how it shows up and be grateful and appreciative of it and then and, and go through it that way. And I think that will, that will take a lot of stress off of a lot of new moms. What she said, <laughs> right? That is powerful. That right there is like a mic drop moment right yeah, there. Yeah. Sheesh, Nana. 
So can you talk to our listeners about what the fourth phase is, what's included in the fourth phase, give us the juicy details and how does it support mothers on their afterbirth journey? Oh, awesome. So fourth phase are luxury afterbirth gift boxes that helps mothers to heal, feel, and be heard during their fourth trimester. And so we offer three boxes, the every birth box, when you don't know what the delivery method is going to be, the vaginal birth box, when you're having to support you in in the afterbirth care for vaginal birth, and the belly birth box, which is what we call C-sections. And so within each box are 12 products, all organic, sustainably sourced, that are catering to her specific recovery based on her delivery method. And so we do, we offer lactation support. And so we do a milk blend. This is our custom blend, milk blend tea that is filled with fenugreek leaves, organic rooibos leaves, organic ginger root and cloves. And so fenugreek is a key ingredient that helps with lactation. So if you have, especially for moms who have uh, belly births, when you have a belly birth, it you know within those first three days, it's it's going to be harder for you to actually do to breastfeed because of the chemicals that are in the body as a result. And so it takes about three days before the, the milk actually can come down. And so fenugreek is known throughout history in Asian cultures all around as an, an ingredient that helps with releasing the milk so that lactation becomes easier for the mom. And so. This is our gua sha stone. And so it comes in a little pouch in the box. And everyone, a lot of people know this as a beauty massager, but this is actually this is actually a real tool from traditional Chinese medicine. And it's called a gua sha stone. And so it's in cosmetic industry, everyone is like, oh yeah, you use it for this, for your facials to help with toning and facials. But these has very specific meanings. And so it is a rose quartz crystal, which a rose quartz is for the heart chakra. And so we encourage moms to use it for if they, when they have engorgement around lactation. So when the breasts become just engorged and, and the, the milk again is not able to come down, then they're able to massage that area with this, with the tool. And it's a dual tone because it is, you can use it on their face and they can actually use it on the baby to soothe it. Rose quartz is a, Again, specifically for the heart chakra. And so it helps so she could put it here and to cent- recenter herself. Because again, this that breast area is all a part of the heart chakra area. And so if this is, then the heart chakra is the midpoint. If you know about chakras, so it's the midpoint between their lower, your lower self and your higher self. And if this is blocked, if this is blocked, like we, when we're clear about that, when this is blocked, right? What happens to your lower body? There's a disconnect between your lower self and your higher self, right? So powerful. Yeah. And so understanding. And so inside there's a little card on how, what it's, you know, what it, how to pronounce it and, and, you know, how to use it and where it comes from. And so we understand the origins of it. This is also a part of our lactation care, which is our flex pack. It's a lavender and flaxseed hot and cold compress. And so you're able to utilize it here again on the breast, again, to provide relief, especially put it on the neck area while you're breastfeeding. So you can get relief on the tension. If you have a belly birth, then you can warm it in the microwave and then put it a little bit on that that lower C-section area, again, to like give yourself more relief. 
typically when you get the box, this is the scent that comes, you know, wafting through when you open up the package. The the lavender is what, you know, it's a, it brings immediate calm to the mom. And so these are all very intentional and what we chose with the ingredients and the specific things because we wanted her, the, the experience of the box is that she gets it, it's her gift. It's not for the baby. This is specifically for her. And, and then she can, again, be able to understand a feeling, heal, feel, and be heard. So this is our notebook. It's just a journal for the mom to be able to write down her thoughts because thoughts turn into things. And we don't want all those thoughts, you know, clogged up in her head, rummaging around. And so it gets her even more confused or, or you know, more disoriented. And this is why, like, doing morning, you know, morning pages, which is a, a writer's trick. It's like if you write down your thoughts on a daily do that data dump. You can clear your mind. And so there's a lovely note that we provide. It's like, dear mama, your fourth phase journey is one of the most critical phases of motherhood. As your mind, body, and spirit adjust to your new normal, know that you are not alone and that we are with you every step of the way to help you heal, feel, and be heard. Welcome to the fourth phase tribe. And so she gets this book and she gets to, again, just like write down her thoughts Perry Soother, this was the first product that we convinced Nana to, <laughs> to make. <laughs> so it's the flagship product of Perry Soother for the vaginal birth box. It's portable bidet. And so this is for moms, especially if they had those vaginal tears. What happens, you know that you can't wipe yourself in the way that you used to or with the things that you used to. You can't use a tissue. You can't wear a thong. You know, you just can't. It's too tender down there. And so this helps, you know, you can put either just warm water or sometimes people use, you know, herbal baths and they're able to put it in there and just spray it on. It's like, let me see. Spray yeah. it on, you know, yeah. the, you know, to cleanse the area, to cleanse the vagina after she pees or while she's peeing again. So it doesn't burn and it doesn't, you know, not burn that she has something, but so that it doesn't. It, it <laughs> so sizzles. No, it, burn yeah. is the right word. It sizzles. It's yeah. So there's, you know, right. The, 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 that crotch fire <laughs> thing that happens. And so that this gets soothing to her and then she can pat pat herself dry and so with a gauze so and it a comes tissue. in a little yeah and it comes in a little carry-on pouch so that she could take it with her and stick it in her you know pocketbook wherever she wanted you hear nana and the gauze not the, not the shaman's shaman's don't work i'm her. learning way more than i thought i, I needed to know uh-uh shaman's after a vaginal birth, Dr. Dom, I'm telling you, what your vagina does not want is for you to take that two-ply Charmin, come rubbing up on her. <laughs> she don't want none of that. She don't want that. <laughs> she don't want it. Terry, tell her she don't want it. She don't want it. Not at all. She don't not want it at kudos, all. Kudos to moms. <laughs> okay. Y'all go through it. Yes. And this is why it's like, when you choose to do this, you know, know that this, you know, you, you, you did a you mighty this- thing there. <laughs> mighty thing you're doing there, mommy. And so we created Coco Nip, which is for dry cracked nipples. 
And yes, and so coconut oil based, and so it's safe for you know for the mom and the baby. So it's meant to soothe the skin, help to repair it because calendula, fractionated cocoa oil, that's all a soother and it helps to heal the skin without harming the baby. So you don't have to wipe it off before she actually does that. She does uh, breastfeeding. Then we have belly birth balm again for the C-section or for the belly birth. So after the incision. It is also utilizes a healing oil called helichrysium, which helps to really repair skin. And so once she has the, the stitches off, this helps with eliminating the, the excessive itching that will happen during that time and then also help to repair the skin. And so then we have our body butter, shea butter base, sustainably sourced from, from Ghana, South Africa. And again, West utilizing Africa. West Africa, sorry, and then utilizing all of the ingredients. And again, that will help to pamper and to repair her skin while she's there. And so the last and not least is, uh, no, not last, last. You got cocoa. Okay. Glow Essential, which is our moisturized body oil. And so this is made with a jasmine oil scent. And so this is when she's ready to really be able to take a shower by herself and afterwards or take a bath. And then, you know, we made it into a dropper bottle so that she would have to take the time, right, to be able to put it on herself and put it in. It's not something that you dip in, but you have you have to hold it. You got to dip it in here. You got to come back in. And so this allows her to just, you know, pause a little bit and give herself some a level of pampering that she did not do before. So and then we have Restore Me, which we partnered with another black woman owned brand. And she is a healer and it's a flower based elixir. And so this is especially if you've had the epidural and, you know, all of those things So they will help to then slowly eliminate the products out of your out of your body and to again to help her recenter herself. So yeah, so we created all of this stuff. <laughs> all of these during those nine months. And yeah, that's that's where everyone's like, you know, we formulated. It it came together really, it seemed like it was a short window, but it's like, yeah, use this oil, use this, you know, thing. This really works. This, you know, it does. And, you know, Nana would test it and, you know, go through different things and we, you know, Send it to people. Say, what do you think? What's your feedback? But yeah, that's that's what that's what we did. Mind so. blown. That is amazing. We have to know now. Where can ladies purchase this if they want to get their fourth phase? Oh, yes. On our website, Already. you can yep. go to fourthphasebox.com mm-hmm. and you can make a selection based off of what type of delivery method you anticipate having or you think that the mother will have. And if you don't know, then the ideal box is to get the every birth box. Okay. I think two other things that Marcia wasn't able to show mm-hmm. is our post undies and our belly yes. wrap, okay. which is a post underwear after delivery. It's kind of the ideal underwear that will hold a really large sanitary pad that you're going to need. And then our belly wrap is not intended to be like a waist trainer Mm -hmm. at all, but it is about helping contract your uterus back to its size Mm -hmm. and also giving you back support post-delivery. So it, and that is also kind of derived from when I gave birth, one of the things my mother did as soon as I, after I delivered was she tied my stomach and it's an African cultural thing where you do a kind of a belly binding Mm -hmm. type thing. And that was, again, also for the same reason to bring, help start the contraction of my uterus early. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we created through our focus groups, through talking to moms, also talk, also came from my individual birthing experience. My mother lathered me with shea butter, lathered, like grease monkey 
from head to toe. And then when I when our daughter came out, it was the same shea butter that she lathered on her. And so that shea butter is really important and mm-hmm. integral to kind of the way in which mothers in West Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa kind of take care of their children and their families. And so it was important for us to also have that in the box as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's it's it, nine months, a lot of work, but could not have been done without the feedback from a lot of moms that we mm-hmm. got through our focus groups, through doulas and midwives and OBGYNs kind of testing and looking at our stuff and being like, you guys are on the right track. This is oh, right. Yeah. This is what mm-hmm. we need. Yeah. So we're really proud of the box. And so please check us out. Yes. And for, and for every box that's purchased, it allows us to donate a similar box to new moms in sub-Saharan Africa and products in there are donated to moms experiencing homelessness in the U.S. And so that's, you know, fourth phase and is a social impact brand. And so that's at the core of our company and it's at the core of the DNA of what we're about. And so it is about them being able to connect mothers globally. And that's the idea around it. I love that. Now I have a I have a technical question because I was already on the website and because I have a couple of friends who are pregnant and I was like checking it out because I wanted to gift it to them. The belly wraps and the undies. Mm-hmm. If someone is unsure of, of the size of the size, yes, what so do they I, do? So I always suggest if you're unsure of the size, you can live in the large, extra large because the belly wrap will go around. So if, if she happens to be, you know, you get a large and uh, a large extra large and she happens to be more medium size, she is able to really control how tight she can make it. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier to just go up in size. And the same thing for the post undies, the undies stretch to your body. We just create multiple sizes to make it easier for moms, but the underwears will kind of stretch to your body and fit. So if you end up being smaller, It'll just fit you a little. It'll it'll fit a little looser, but it'll fit still. This is amazing, ladies. I see they have gift cards on the site as well. So if yes. you are pregnant or you have friends that are pregnant, go to their website. We'll add it in the show notes as well. Ladies, this was so incredible. You've provided so much value. The laughs were <laughs> abundant as well. We appreciate you, your energy. But what we want to do right now is we want to shift up the energy a little bit and have some fun with you before we close out the interview. So oh, okay. Get ready because we recognize, appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman. And we believe that it's okay to be bougie, classy and ratchet. We believe that you can dance to strip club music. Okay. And still be elegant. So lady, we want to invite you to the OU Blatchet segment. So do you take on the challenge? That laughs. I'm down for it. I'm down yes. for it. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So yeah, we're going to change it up a little bit. Marcia 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 Marcia. I hope I can do it. Marcia Marcia Marcia. Well, I'm about to see. We're going to shift it up a little bit because we have two of you. We're not going to ask all the questions, but what we want to do is we want to start off with, hmm. Nana, we're going to start off with you. Okay. And the question is, the question is, what did you do as a new mom to feel sexy again. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> or what could a new mom do to feel sexy? What did I do as a new mom to feel sexy? I'm. Let me think about this, huh? Oh, I didn't feel sexy for a while though, damn. But what could a new mom do? All right, what would I have done different? I take it, get your hair done. 
I did not get my hair done. I did not do any of the me things that make me feel sexy to mm -hmm. me, not necessarily feel sexy for him, but to me. I remember I got waxed before I had the baby because I was like, ain't nobody finna go down there and deliver this whole baby and, and be no Nat Geo Safari off this bitch. So <laughs> I'm going to get waxed. So I got waxed. But after I got that wax, I ain't go back. <laughs> it was Nat Geo. By the time he got there, he was like, I thought it was waxed. I was like, that was a while ago. I ain't been back. <laughs> so I think what I would say is that find the time. But that also goes back to what we initially said, which is be willing to relinquish some of that power in order to give you the opportunity to go away from baby and go get a wax and go get your hair done or get your nails done or spa or doing that stuff at home if that's what you are if you're that kind of a mom and you do that stuff at home but giving your time yourself time to go into the bathroom or to wherever you are and create that time for yourself because until you feel sexy you as an individual you're not i mean he's gonna think you're sexy regardless because he's just been trying to get it for a while so he's just like I've been trying at this. I'll take it. I haven't come at me, <laughs> which give me, give me anything. But for you to be in, able to enjoy it, I think you have to also feel desirable. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to take that time for yourself. And that's something I didn't do. <laughs> I love that. So now, Marcia, what is the sexiest item you own and would recommend for all women to own? Tell that. <laughs> you better tell it, Marcia. I talked about my safari. You better tell it. I talked about my safari. <laughs> she say secrets, girl. Come on, Marcia. What secrets is it? Girl. Mm -mm. <laughs> the sexiest item I own. I mean, it's, it's one or two things. I'm, I'm lingerie or, you know, the, the highest kind of heel. <laughs> and I you think. I, I, I it's also been a minute, so there. We're on a dry spell right now, so I don't have that information. It's not saying, you that know. information's not readily available. I'll get back at me. <laughs> you know, in a month. <laughs> Call me next week. Hilarious. Call no judgment. It's a dry spell. Hey. I've just been working. working. We'll, we'll, we'll take lingerie and some high, 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 yeah, high heels. Yeah, like lingerie, lingerie, right? You know, the right type of bra mm. is always, I think, the right type of bra will be like a very sexy thing. Like lingerie, you know, it's going to be, you know, but if it's the right type of demi cup, <laughs> you know, oh, that kind of halfway sits and it's just a little blush of a, you know, a lace, you know, on it. And, you know, that, that, <laughs> that gives you, that gives you that a little bit of two strap thing, you know, that gives you a little peekaboo that all, you know, that, that works for me. Again, the same thing, I, and I'm I am a hundred percent agreement with Nana. It's like you have to feel what makes you feel sexy, right? And when you do it, you know that that makes you feel that way. Complete wax absolutely does that. You're like, oh, I, oh, oh, that, com that complete wax a do. I'm telling you, oh, you know, it, it you, you know, spring up like, off that okay, okay. I'm happy whether you happy or not. <laughs> <laughs> That complete wax is a ready or not, here I come. Like, yes. it's, it's a complete. 
Exactly. I'm ready whether there's someone here or not. So it I works, okay? Right? Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. That. There you go. Yeah. And oh, yeah, and that, you know, that, that would be the that would be the thing. Now, Nana, we have a sentence completion for you. Okay. And the sentence completion is, what I love most about myself is... My sense of humor. Mm. <laughs> That's I think one. we would all agree with that. Because your <laughs> sense of humor is on, it's on point. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes. Oh, gosh. Marcia, what is one question or topic you wished people asked you about more often? Spirituality. So I, yeah, so I can get really deep. So when, when, when I find someone that can go that round with me, that's like, ooh, okay, this is amazing. You know, talking about spirituality, understanding the deeper meanings of, of things. Yeah, that's that's the one topic I wish people would talk to me more about because I, I, I when they do, they're actually surprised at the level of, 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 of knowledge that I have in, in those areas. Yeah, so. We may have to have a part two and just dive into the spiritual, the spiritual <laughs> aspect. So we'll have, to, we'll have to write that one down. Okay, thank you for sharing that though, because I, I'm definitely interested in that. I like to learn. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to circle back on that. Yeah. Now, and I love learning about it. So I, so I, you know, prior to this project with Nana, I was on a huge journey. And so, mm -hmm. so I took the time to really, you know, delve into it. And, and my happy place is when I'm, oh, I'm learning this. Oh, I'm reading the ISIS code. I'm learning that part. I'm understanding here. And I'm, oh, okay. And then how all the dots connect. And so, that has brought me a, a, a much deeper and a greater understanding of how things actually work, mm. right? Not what the world has told us, but like, oh, okay, this is how it happens on a soul level. Right. This is yeah. what, you know, yeah, that you volunteered to be that that child's vessel, right? Yes. And on a soul level, that agreement was made. And when you understand life from those perspectives, you know, you understand relationships differently, mm -hmm. right? You understand the good ones and especially the bad ones yep. and understand that what you're going through is what your soul has contracted mm -hmm. and, and requested as a part of your evolution. So, yeah, I, I, I love going down. I down that's that. her jam. Yeah, I say, okay, lady, we catching that's the vibe. That's her jam. That's her jam. She said that's her jam. I can tell. Yeah. I'm picking it up. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Marcia. Yes. What I want you ladies to do right now, I want you to, like, use your... Lady, you have to be watching to kind of get this. But I want you two to choose a number between one and three because we have some photos pulled up from your Instagram and we're going to show you a photo and we want you to provide. They're like, which photo did they choose? Like, oh, this is your life. life. This is your life. <laughs> this is it. Surprise, surprise. We want you to tell us, give us more context about the photos. Some of the photos are of you. Others mm -hmm. are just some of the funny photos that you all post. So... Mm -hmm. Decide on a number together. Oh, together. Yep, together. Oh, okay. And then we'll choose the photos so you can give us more context or tell us about what we're Wait, are we doing it together or are we just coming up with a number? Because it Nana, are you texting me? Because it looks I like I was about to. <laughs> and say this is our number. That you want to I can't wait to see what y'all come up with. I love, it. I love it. It's a number between one and three. One and three. One yep. and three. Okay, wait. I turned the phone off. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> 
doing I interview. Put, Hello. I put my number in. I put my number oh, in. OMG, this is hilarious. Okay, see, watch watch her send it to me on. I okay. sent it on WhatsApp. I sent it on WhatsApp. Yes, I, mean, I got it. I wonder if you all would choose the same number. We probably we going to now because yeah, we align. Okay. We align. Okay. What, what's the number? That number so oh, okay, so the number is two. So all right, good. So we're gonna choose two. Okay. Two. All right, let's do it. Let's go ahead let's and share this image number is. two. Now, some people are not going to be watching the video. They are going to be tuning into the Podcast. audio. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you can explain to them what you see in one second, it's going to show up Sweet on screen. Sweet baby Jesus. Hopefully, I can help you get in. Sweet baby Jesus. All right, I here don't know what y'all we gonna go. See. It's not bad. It's our anniversary. It's, yeah, our anniversary. it's a photo of Marcia and I at Marcia's place where she <laughs> is right now. But we this so this is also interesting is because this photo was taken. This was the first time Marcia and I had seen each other mm-hmm. since the day we did the brainstorming in 2018. So the other piece wow. we failed to say is that we have not physically seen e- had not physically seen each other when while we developed we this. while yeah. we built fourth phase. We did the whole thing on Zoom and on WhatsApp on all these other Google Meets wow. and platforms. So this I went to Arizona and we did a photo shoot because people kept asking us for headshots together and we had headshots apart <laughs> and then we had one headshot where we tried to green screen it to make it look like we were standing next to each other and i think at one point i was inside of marcia's afro it was it looked crazy so we were like let's it did get not together. look like that I, she it just did. didn't like i just hated that picture. i just hated and picture. So, so this was a big pet peeve for her and this it was is a big pet peeve so we did a lovely shoot and it came out right we did but a yeah. photo shoot and this is this is a photo of our video sh- from our photo shoot and it happened to be used to celebrate our one year anniversary, yeah. February 21st. Yes. It looks so bomb. And what a fun story <laughs> behind it. The fact that you, that makes the story even more amazing. The fact that you weren't even in the same yes. space building out this incredible world changing <laughs> brand. So we've Come technically on, seen each other twice. Yeah. Right? Actually, yeah. Since, we, since, we, since began, we launched. Yeah, because remember the, the pandemic was was happening and exactly. and Marcia was not going anywhere. You wanna know who was not playing with the pandy? Marcia was running all, all around, but I Marcia was not playing with the panini. I feel you. I was not, no <laughs> I was not in those streets at all. <laughs> so I was like, no Nana, I'm not getting on a plane. No. Exactly. I was like, Marcia, I flew to Africa in the I flew to I flew to Ghana in twenty twenty. I was like, Marcia, I'm flying to Ghana. She was like, uh uh-uh. uh. She was like, mm-hmm. all right, you can't just fly to New York. She was like, uh-uh. I was like, this is ridiculous. I said, said, well, you nah, want nah. me to come out there? She was like, uh-uh. I was like, all right, this is, come on. She said, I'll see you on Zoom. She was Lady, like, it's a pandemic. Can I just say, we just want to say again, thank you so much for your time, your energy, this incredible brand that you're bringing to the world and the impact. I don't know if you're, like, if you understand what you're doing right now because you're so in the weeds and you're in the moment, but this is really incredible. It's life-changing. And just, I, I keep thinking about the legacy and looking back. And I believe y'all are going to be in history books. Like, this is major. This is incredible. Oh, thank, you. So, thank you for sharing your gift with us. I know Dr. Dom has some has some gratitude that she wants to share. Ugh. I am just so grateful. Like, I think about, I have seen several friends Terry included, go through the birthing process. And I just think about what you all are gifting them with the fourth trimester. 
and and coining that term, like making that, making sure that we know what that term is, and and then providing these fourth phase boxes, like. I am just so incredibly thankful because I think also as a friend and a supporter, it's like, okay, well, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know the experience, mm-hmm. right? I can only right. see what you're putting out there. And so be so being able to one, have the language to talk to them and two, have items to gift them to mm-hmm. make the experience that much better. I just thank y'all. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys for creating this platform for us. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Thanks for having us. And if there are we any, had a lot of fun. This was fun. Yes, this I'm was so a lot happy of fun. Y'all had fun. <laughs> do you want to let our listeners know where they can find you, how they can support you? What call to action do you want to share with them? Because I'm sure that they enjoyed the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to look you up on social media and see who these lovely women are. So feel free to let them know. Yeah, definitely. So follow us on social. We're at Four Phase Box on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sign the petition because we still have m- many more dictionaries to go. So the link is in is, is on our website is as which is fourthphasebox.com as well as on our IG page. And so share that petition with your friends because it takes a long time to, you know, to be able to get things through. So we still have dictionary.com that is not listed the word. We still have Oxford dictionary that has not listed, you know, the term. And so we want every dictionary to be able to have that term. And so and buy the box, buy the box. You know, when you buy the box, it's a box that it's a gift that keeps on giving. And so you support your friend, your family member, but then someone else will be able to get supported as well as a result of it, because no matter where a woman is or a birther is on, on their social economic scale, everyone's going through the same thing once they've given birth. Right. And so connect the mothers, you know, globally, be there as a support and, you will be more appreciated by that mom because the, literally the, the the responses we get is like, this is the most thoughtful gift that someone has given me. Yeah. yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. There you have it, ladies. You know what to do next. Again, ladies, we want to thank you so much. We appreciate you and we wish you the best on this journey. We will definitely be in touch. Thank right. you guys thank so you. much thank for you having guys. us. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. What's meant for me will never miss me. I don't have to chase.